how are we doing, guys? This is the Kind of an Expert podcast. My name is Corey Tyndall, and this week's episode is with one of my good friends, uh, fellow comedian and sports media personality, Amory Costillo. Um, she has been a comedian in New York for the past 10 years and is now finally breaking into the sports world, including uh, doing a couple of small projects with Bar to- Barstool Sports uh, and is now getting into working with the lingerie football league or the new version of that and she she talks about that a lot in the pod so uh without anything else let's get into the episode been so Woo! long since we've talked how are you doing okay let's see i was trying to think when i just have lost track in quarantine so i'm thinking you did my rivalry quote unquote rivalry episode on hardened skull for the lions what was that april when was that yeah, april? i mean that's a dirty way to put rivalry in quotes <laughs> but yes it was in april uh <laughs> you're you're correct and rude at the same time <laughs> <laughs> No, I have, you got, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I, no, come on, I, I don't. I don't. No, I don't that was a lot to, of fun. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> it, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's not a rivalry. I mean, you guys had seven sacks in one game against us like two years ago. So it's not. Uh, it's it's not even close. We haven't come close to beating yeah. you in years. So I get it. I just you know yeah. I have to like stick up for them sometimes. <laughs> and then no. Other times I just like I leave them, but we're kind of excited for the year. There's like a little bit of a, a buzz because our offense might be good, but yeah, you know, no, there's always hope. But no, I just I like to give, you know, the Lions. I just I, all joking aside, I just I always like I never have a problem with the Lions in general. I yeah, actually don't really you. mind the Bears either. It's just the Packers that I really can't stand. But um, yeah. I mean, for all these people listening, obviously, uh, if you don't know me. I'm a Minnesota Viking fan, but it's a big part of my brand. <laughs> yeah, big, big part of our brand. Well, so you were like, I guess going right to the pandemic, like you were going to travel around city to city, right? Like with <laughs> not necessarily with the Vikings team, but like where they went, you were going to go. Is that like still happening? Yes. What's going oh, on? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, That's okay. Still- Good. It's called Skull to the Bull Tour. It will start. Um, they, they, they anticipate that the... <clears throat> excuse me, the NFL season is still going to start on time. And I couldn't be more excited. I am finally, I, I joked about doing this in the past, but I was like, basically with my career, you know, I just want to talk about football on TV and then just, you know, host or perform on comedy shows in yeah. my spare time. So I was that like, is, why not? Why not? I can't the think most of a better course? life than that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So, and I love to travel just like every basic girl on Instagram. But, you know, I I live for sports. I love comedy. I really like where my career is headed. I think I have found my niche with my whole part-time bro brand. And, you know, I think it's smart to focus on markets and it's going to have a following. And I think just following around my team that I literally live for, like, I'm, it's no joke. You know that, but just people know yeah. I live for the Vikings. And, and there's such a sense of community in sports that why not bond and bring Viking fans together, even on the road. I think on the road is going to be the most fun, even though Minneapolis will be, home games will be fun. So I'm going on the road starting. Um, we have our home opener against the Packers. So basically what I'll be doing, majority of the games that we play this year are 
one o'clock or wherever we are in the country, one o'clock on Sunday. So I'll be doing shows on Saturday. We do have two primetime games. We have a Monday night football game in Chicago and Ooh, um, Chicago. Well, Chicago and uh, and Seattle. We have a Sunday night game. So uh, that might get flexed. So who knows? Uh, anyways, who knows? Um, but those those games, well, Sunday night football, I'll still do a Saturday, but I'll still do Saturdays primarily. But I'm very excited. I won't be doing Halloween. Um, hell no, I'm not going to New Orleans, especially against the Saints, who I cannot stand on Christmas. And no offense, but I'm not going to Detroit for New Year's either. So <laughs> minus yeah, those no. three. Then Detroit's my plan is- the worst place to go for New Year's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you for that. <laughs> and then no matter how well our season goes or doesn't, I just, you know. Uh, and, and then funny enough, I'm going to then – I haven't just um, – two things I'm just going to – say out loud to you because i believe if you say your ideas out loud they're more like to happen is say. i have two direct two directions i'm going with this but i'm gonna do both no matter what i just don't know how i'm going to distribute it yet of course because a lot can happen between now and february i could get an agent a lot could happen right so i'm just kind of being open to opportunity that comes my way but what I plan on doing is recording an album slash special, but I'm, I'm also going to document my whole adventure, like traveling around. Because I thought, oh, well, maybe, I don't know. I can't decide if I want to, like, film all that and show, like, a screening during Super Bowl week or still have that documentation, but just record a special or album during Super Bowl week in Tampa next year. So I'm playing with both ideas. I might do both in general. We'll see what happens, but it's going down. And nice. I have, That's I, awesome. I, yeah, I'm very excited. I have become good friends with the producer of Good Morning Football on the NFL Network. Oh, have nice. Exciting, yeah, he's uh, he's he's very supportive and trying to help me out too, but I can't really say what's going to go on there. But what I can say is, you know, he works for the NFL and the NFL Network, and he told me a season's going to happen. It's just it, all they're debating is whether they're going to have fans or not in the stadium. Yeah, I mean, uh, which, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, which, I, I which, don't see fans, but which which will help my cause even more. I feel like I could plan events, a viewing party, maybe around my show. You know, I mean, it's football's going to oh, happen yeah. regardless. So, like, I feel like this will only benefit my, you know, my my tour. But I, I was I joke. I have to have a sick sense of humor because of being a struggling Viking fan. You know the you know the drill, Corey is yeah. um the you know they always get your hopes up and break your heart. I was joking with my mom. I was like, watch, this will be the year the Vikings go to the Super Bowl when there's not fans allowed and I do this tour <laughs> in stadiums. So that would we'll see be, what happens. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a real uh real sand kicked on your on your idea, but still Super Bowl. Like mm-hmm. you can't complain yeah. that much. Well, and it's so funny because I'm like, guys, Everyone's like, well, the Vikings don't go. I'm like, okay, this doesn't – my my headlining set is not just about the Vikings. It's about being a sports fan. It's I'm just following the team I love. I mean, I hope to make this into a trend for all of us, Corey. I would love uh, – I've been talking to some more comics up, up, you know, up above us, and I'm yeah. just pitching the idea to them because I know, like – I'm not saying Bill Burb. I'm just giving you a, an example of maybe someone that who, who people have actually heard of beyond our peers – yeah, or people, or people, or <laughs> known comics. Outside of the grizzly pair, outside of the grizzly pair, or or <laughs> Mc, or, Mc, or even the seller. Like some people didn't even know who Andrew Schultz is, which I think is crazy. But you True. know, but Bill Burr is lives for sports, and I was like, oh, he would love something like this. So 
I'm hoping it could turn into an idea because I would love not just to limit myself to the Vikings, but maybe get other comedians involved and they follow their teams. I just think it would be so smart to combine both worlds and it's all entertainment. Sports is all entertainment. It'd just be more money, but the NFL is really hard to work with, but I'm working out. I'm not working with the NFL. I want to make that clear. I'm personally doing this yeah. all on my own and hopefully a sponsor or someone picks up and joins me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's honestly going to make that easier for you. There's just uh-huh. like, there's way less red tape. You're able to kind of like freestyle what you're doing. Exactly. Like, there's not going to be copyright problems if you say the names or whatever. But I love that idea of the, Thank you. like, if let's say you get 32 comedians that like all 32 teams, and then yeah. when they're, when the two teams play each other, do a double headliner set, like right yeah. there. You got the yeah. two people in the same city. It's so cool. And, that and is awesome. I, I, you know, I noticed the reason why this idea was brought to me is um, our, you know, Paul Spratt, but comedian Paul Spratt, is I was telling this idea a long time ago because I was, um, he was headlining on the road and I would be, I would host for him on the road. And it's so funny because I would plan around the Vikings. I, I can't remember if I told him, but I booked our shows <laughs> around the flag. Well, and it was just really funny though because. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, I'm a producer, too. Like, I'm always producer mode. And yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, we went to Boston to do shows because that's where he's from. And he's a Patriots fan. And the Vikings were playing the Patriots. Blah, blah, blah. And by the way, uh, Foxborough is not in Boston. Just want to make everyone clear that if they plan on tr- <laughs> making a trip to Boston. And it's really hard to get to. Nice. Uh, if you don't have a car. Uh, anyways, it's just a pain in the butt. So... There, like for example, in Boston, uh, there is a Skull Boston, this amazing Viking club ran by my friend Ryan Buck. There's like 250 plus members. I mean, that is that's two nights of shows depending on what venue you do. I mean, it's yeah. insane. There's just a built-in market everywhere. There's clubs everywhere. I've looked at them all over the country, and I just you know I love football. I live for football. So yeah, I'm really excited to see what happens with this idea because I'm not gonna. You know what I looked at as I'm looking at as an investment, but I'm not either because I would go to these games in general for leisure. So it's not like, oh, if I spend money on a plane ticket and a show doesn't happen, I'm still going to the game. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. No, speaking speaking of Bill Burr, that was actually like what he's claimed that he did was he he will like book shows around football games that he wants to see. So like when yeah. Alabama's playing against LSU in Death yeah. Valley, he'll go book a book a show in New Orleans so that he can like go yeah. to the stadium and just watch it by himself. And I was like, that's the yeah. coolest yeah. ability to be able to have. Like I well, would yeah, kill he has to a do little more stuff. ability than I do at this well, point. Well, yeah, of but, course. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's I mean, selling I'm... out theaters. <clears throat> You're looking for bars that'll take you. Well, and I thought that'd be cool to help bars that, you know, after this COVID need some funding. That's another thing. I, I'm very picky when it comes to venues. Obviously, you want it good for comedy, like the acoustics, the right. ceilings, the room, the whatever. But beyond that, I'm a little to be, I don't know if I want to do it in traditional comedy clubs. I think I want to do it in like sports bars. I think it'd be a lot more fun. And yeah. uh, we'll we'll see. what I already booked um, some in Chicago and some other places. I already have my venue. Just, you know, we're just seeing what happens with COVID. Yeah. So... I what I want to what I want to get into that I think that's super interesting to 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 me personally is just like how people 
are either accepting or not accepting of like how big of a sports fan you are. Like you're definitely yeah. the biggest sports fan that I know on McDougal Street, uh, which is <laughs> where all the all the comedians are. And like we met because we were both watching all the important football games at the same time at the comedy club. And it's just like, yeah, like how many, the, cause the stereotype is like, Oh, the girl's sitting there watching football and then the guy will come like quiz her on the oh. game to like, see how much they know. Like what, what is, does that happen a lot? Or just like, do you mostly watch sports in places that people know you? So they kind of got the vibe. Like what was that like, especially like starting out? Yeah. So you know, this is a big part of my, I'm trying to turn part-time bro into more of like a lifestyle brand. I'm trying to build a community. I say I'm like, quote unquote, redefining the tomboy through sports, media, stand-up comedy and style, quote unquote, like fashion merchandise that I plan on coming out with. But yeah, so it's interesting because I'm a pretty feminine woman. I mean, I'm an alpha female and I'm an, I, I was an athlete my whole <laughs> life. I mean, I'm pretty alpha. Yeah. Uh, you can't tell. Uh, but I, uh, you know, very yeah. feminine, but I'm very feminine at the same time, I feel like. So I thought, I always think it's interesting because I feel like if I was less feminine, it wouldn't be questioned as much. Uh, interesting. Um, and so, you know, uh, the reason why it was inspired to me to start this movement and start a community is because like, I never felt threatened by men and I still don't. I mean, now that I work, now I'm working professionally in sports media, I feel a little, I'm, I'm trying, at first I was getting defensive. I was like, why am I getting defensive? My whole life, I was a respected, successful athlete. I come from an all girl household by mom, super football fan, which people are always like, you have brothers, you have a dad. I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> actually. Yeah. Um, and I was just raised in a sports fanatic family and home. But I also think you choose to be a sports fanatic. Like, it's not like, you know, I mean, your parents might push it on you. Yeah. But I just, you know, as a kid, I was just crazy. Like, when I, I'll never forget this. This is just like a good example of like sports fans that I was little besides Michael Jordan is like all the girls are were, have our Tiger Beat magazines and everyone's in love with like Jonathan Taylor Thomas and me over here. So I'm like. Yeah, but I'm looking at Ken Griffey Jr., okay? Like, I was, like, riding. <laughs> I was, like, Into riding. black guys at that young age. What are the fucking odds? <laughs> I, I, wrote, I, wrote, I was, like, writing love letters to him in, like, third grade. I was, like, <laughs> I was, like, dear Ken. Yeah. I, said, I was, like, I know everyone's your biggest fan. So was every, like, childhood boy, by the way. I know everyone yeah. says they're your biggest fan but i'm actually your biggest fan i can't even remember right. like the extent to what i said in the letters but i remember my mom was obsessed with them because i even like wrote them on baseballs and like back then at our <laughs> book fairs back then in our book fairs you find addresses of like athletes and celebrities which probably are not even true addresses i can't even remember why these books yeah. existed in our book fairs but that's was like, so mom, weird. I was like, I was like, mom, you have to send this. And she held on to him because she wanted to give him to me as older. She's like, oh my God, these are the best in the world. And she gave them to me when I was older, <laughs> by the way. I can't remember. It was, I think it was post-college. I can't remember. I can't, it was probably a time when she was cleaning out the garage and she was like, and I was, I was legit mad for her. I was like, oh, we're star-crossed, me and Ken. <laughs> <laughs> have you, Even have though, you met him since? Oh, have I what? Have you met? Ken Griffey Jr. since well, then. That's, well, that's another good story because my mom tried to make my, you know, I'm going to tell you, this is this definitely shows we're star-crossed lovers. Uh, 
when I was a little girl, my mom took me to spring training. You know, my mom told me, I don't know if you ever saw this in my stand-up, but I joke, I thought my mom hated Disney World, but uh, she, it's because, you know, the Vikings are just never going to win the Super Bowl. I have an ongoing <laughs> joke that my mom hates Disney World and Disney, but when I was a little kid, she's like, we're not going to Disney, we're going to breweries and sporting events. And I was like, okay, mom. So, like, since I was little, I was just always going to, like, sporting events, and my mom has taken me to some pretty incredible sporting events like i witnessed a lot of baseball when we travel because my mom was in the military so she'd have to go on tdy and i travel with her like i've seen like mark mcguire break home runs like during the year he broke a home his home run record i saw that i saw wow. calrick and jr break a record i've seen some I, I was at the ut usc game the rose bowl in 2006 i mean my mom holy and, shit is that the the vince young like yeah yeah so i was tailgating and wow yeah so One i was tailgating ever yeah, I was there. I was pretty drunk. And my mom and my grand my <laughs> my my mother got tickets for my grandfather. So it runs in our family. Do you know what I mean? And so Yeah, how do I hang out with your mom? She <laughs> sounds really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, 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 she um okay, so her daughter like lived for Michael Jordan, right? She calls me on her TDY trips because I was in year round school in elementary school, like uh, you know, year round, like you'd go to, you get like two week or three week breaks every couple months or whatever. Yeah. And so I couldn't always travel with her and I'll never forget when she called me. Cause I was already devastated that Michael Jordan retired from basketball as a little kid. I remember she called to tell me, but I was trying to, after the last dance, I wanted her to remind me of the story, but she doesn't, she, she just didn't tell me. She went and saw him play baseball. What? She, she, and she just left it out. Of telling oh, you. No, yeah, yeah. Well, that's smart because I would have been like, oh, like I'm already upset that he left the NBA and now you're just <laughs> rubbing it in my face. So, yeah, that's true. But yeah, he so came it, back. So, he came back, yeah. But it, the, anyways, to get to your point, is I just have always been obsessed with sports and lived for sports. And I was a big time, I played every sport and then I, I was even re recruited to play college basketball. So it's so, I was never questioned. Maybe it's like a female physically growing up because, you know, like you throw like a girl, run like a girl. Like I remember those little battles, but I was never questioned about like my sports knowledge, like at, like just my peers and guys respected me. And throughout my life, as uh, I think even in comedy, like I know girls like I just I feel like my personality, like I'm never like a threat. Like I feel like I just get along with both sexes and like guys, you know, because I even in stand-up comedy i'm like girl i hear these horror stories i'm like guys never treat me this way or maybe they're scared yeah. of me or i'm an intimidating person i hear sometimes or an overwhelming or aggressive whatever whatever way you want to describe <laughs> me but I, uh no no no, yeah. no i think it's uh i you have like a commanding presence like you always yeah. look like you know what you're doing and like i think that lends itself to like i'm not gonna go fuck with her because she looks like she knows what she's doing here yeah. and i don't like she could turn on me or maybe i don't know something that she knows but it's it's definitely not like like at least from what i've heard and from what i've seen nobody nobody's afraid you're like no. aggressive or mean no, no, or no. something like that i'm just like a big lover big love bug <laughs> He's yeah. a big love bug who just just don't talk trash <laughs> about my Vikings or I'm gonna yell yeah, at you. Right, uh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Protective mama bear with Vikes. No, so I. But now that I work in sports media, you know, you'll there's trolls and I'm I'm getting more mature. But I think there was a time and period where just because your 20s, you're just dumb at some. You're dumb a lot of the time. I feel like your 20s are just dumb. 
Uh, yeah. I just feel <laughs> Hold like... Hold on, I'm in the middle of it. Okay, I'll well, you know sorry, 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 sorry. Well, no, you're good. No, um, I'm in... And so this is so interesting you're asking me this point because a lot of stuff, ever since I went through my rebranding and I'm doing this whole part-time bro thing and, you know, all the podcast stuff I'm doing, you know, I'm getting asked more and more to come on people's podcasts and explain... And I'm a lot of first, fe- like I was just on this uh, podcast. His name's John Vogel, Draft Right. I was the first female on his podcast. He's like, I realize you're just the first female on my podcast, but I like talking to you because you're not like a man hater, which I agree too. And I don't understand. I think I think there's a problem. I think there's a problem with the guys who hate on women in sports. And then there's like the girls who hate men. So I don't know what the answer is. Yeah. Because I, I don't, I love men. I love them very much. I love you guys. I love men very much. And, um, mm. <laughs> and, and I just don't understand the woman, the women that just hate on men or feel like they have to prove anything. Like, I don't feel like I have to prove anything. I'm just a sports fan, but also I believe I want to help my gender. So I want to figure out a way where I'm not trying to prove anything. Just go out there. I deal with the same stuff in stand up comedy. I mean, I pick two, two careers where, you know, it is, you know, women, very male driven, very male driven yeah. and women aren't funny and women don't know sports, which I just think is comical at this point. I'm like, okay, I'm not trying to prove anything. I was an athlete my whole life. Like, why am I being questioned now? Like, this is like so weird or, yeah. but it's like, it's, but I, but I always, you know, this is just like a tip for anyone else in life. If someone's questioning you, that's their own deal. Like that's their insecurity. Cause I'm, I mean, I'm good and wise now, but if you asked me this like a year ago, I would have been like. F that guy who quizzes me, but uh, yeah, one hundred percent. You're you're right about but that. But the guy, okay. So, at, um, are you back in New York? I missed that noise. Yeah, no, it's uh, I don't know who's dying of the coronavirus. No, on no, no, my no. no. Street, I just but, I just uh, miss New York because I haven't been there since this all happened. So this is actually giving me comfort. <laughs> oh, it's the ambulance oh, for man. the guy who quizzes me at the bar about the nineteen seventy three Vikings. <laughs> Right, you just kicked the shit out of him. Yeah. Yep, there he goes. There he goes. Yeah, yeah. Go. No, okay. So, there so, he so goes. this is this is the perfect um, example. I um my so this guy uh, so at my Viking bar, um I don't ever think I'm trying to prove anything wrong and also I'll admit if I don't know something. Like I'm I'm actually yeah. watching football different these days because now I broadcast and now I am working in media where I do want to be on TV reporting about it. So I'm just trying to become as, as knowledgeable as possible, right? I understand the basic right. game of football. I know all the teams. I know basically a lot of players on every team. I know I understand positions. But now I'm trying to understand schemes and zone and offense and defenses. Right. and Because there's so many different plays in football. It's unreal. Like. Oh yeah. Like okay, it's, yeah, it's it, nuts. Yeah, do I wish and I every could, team's got their own different one. Yeah, do I wish I could sit down with Andy Reid and understand his offensive genius <laughs> and his offensive play genius play calling? But that's why I'll, I'll yeah. study the Chiefs because I want to understand. That's my perfect example, like how Andy Reid's mind works. Right. So I'm watching football differently these days. Uh, and I just want to learn more, and just genuinely because I love the game, and I think my love for the game will out will just prove that will prove itself i think i think when you when you yeah. love something so much you you it doesn't matter <laughs> it just it's gonna show itself so uh yeah well that's i mean that's good that you're not getting a ton of shit right now i guess like the uh, the ones that like the well i guess i don't know how much shit you're, no, you're actually I don't, getting i but don't like, guys are always very 
surprised I'm like oh like i see the, i'll i'll see how they're i'll see their body language they're very comfortable with me and they nod their head like oh wow she really does know her stuff see i used to get defensive at that but i don't get defensive anymore because i understand why they would think that but i'm not but i just wish i just hope with more and more time it'll become more normal yeah, I I think it will, and uh, like ESPN's hiring more women that are more knowledgeable. I mean, like back in the seventies and eighties, you go watch those clips, and like the only women that were involved in any sort of a football game were like they were the sideline reporter, and they would ask the like two questions, and that would be about it. And now you've got like Katie Nolan and Mina Kimes, who are two of the biggest like they're really big espn people with their own shows and so it's like but then like you go online you are you watch like a clip uh, on instagram and you look at the comments or whatever and it's just like it's filled with guys where you just read what they say and you're like man you really hate that she knows more than you don't yeah. you and they they like nitpick all this other stuff and like the andy reed example is perfect because they're like oh andy reed would never do that she's fucking wrong about this it's like okay well if she 100 percent understood andy reed she would be a fucking coach yeah if, like there's no other way around like only one person understands andy reed and that's andy reed yeah. there's a reason he just won the super bowl yeah. so it's like this huge double standard that i see online but it's good that that's not happening that's like a superpower for for you if uh if that's not really happening to you and you're keep building and building this fan base yeah so and and you know i talked to i used to be discouraged or insecure because like i'm not professionally trained i didn't go to school for journalism and then but i'm willing to put in the work and learn and i guess like the biggest advice i got this year was from i recently had i told you matt hamilton the producer of nfl network on my show and at the, at yeah. the end of my podcast you know we asked like uh you were on it we did a school session and i said what's the biggest advice for someone like me because he knows me he like knows he's like He's like, the biggest thing is, and I try to tell a man and woman this, is you have to be 100% yourself. Because some there is a need for you. You just, you're going to find out where it is. Some producer's going to see you. Right. And because I used to get discouraged, I'm like, oh my God, I've never read off a teleprompter. I didn't go, I'm, I haven't been in, uh, you know, whatever, the league for 10 years, working on the sidelines, all this stuff. And he's like, no, you got to like get past that. Just focus on you're a stand up comedian. No woman can. I, he's like, I don't know a girl on ESPN or whatever who's a stand up comedian, a personality. It's more than teleprompter. Like, you're going to find your place. And I don't know. I just like like that he said that. I was like, oh, that's so good. Cause, you know, there's, there's so much available out there now between sports media beyond the network. So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you, have you looked into like, doing a youtube show yeah or i guess like yeah, yeah, how do you yeah, yeah. how do you plan where you're gonna go next so like i said i think me focusing and combining my love for stand-up and i think i found my voice in stand-up you know i want to be like a sports comic i know that's probably not even a title but i'm inventing it if it's not <laughs> <laughs> somebody's got to be the first yeah someone's going the first right uh well i mean bill burr's up there probably too but you know i was sure i was i just you know, I love for sports. I love entertainment. I think I have a big personality. I just think I would love to entertain the world with either my own show, which I'm working on right now. Uh, I'm kind of, I guess I'm kind of part-time bros, kind of turning into a media company because I'm having podcasts, blog, and uh, web series coming out, all this stuff. It, nice. It's all surrounding sports and entertainment. 
and female women breaking basically like breaking stereotypes with women in sports which i'm very excited about nice yeah so you know i just i love i love like what we're doing right now podcasting i love and i you know i just love people and i just i think there's a need for more non-traditional sports shows you know you can go on and you know sports center is repetitive you know all these debate shows are repetitive you know exactly what they talk about for three hours and i just think there needs to be like i miss 90s sports center i think i've told you this before i i just miss a little yeah. more entertainment in sports right when it comes to news and media but i mean barstool does i mean i love part of my take i love these i love some of these shows at barstool and some other shows i've listened to but you know, I think you can make a career out of uh, with our technology. It's awesome. Like you can make money doing whatever you want from your bed in quarantine. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, right. I think I'm focused. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm focusing on my team. I think I'm focusing on you know the stand up aspect, which is good, and we'll see what happens. I kind of just kind of like trusting the process, you know, like in Philly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. So let's see how well that's going for them. Yeah. But the, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they're in the playoffs. There's something to be said for that. Mm-hmm. So your your fans, like you are building up this this fan base mm-hmm. and it's like actually fun over the last 2 years to like watch you build it up Thank and you. just like short like w- talk to you once every 3 months well, about it. It's like, yeah, I can actually see it building. Like who are these people? Like is it mostly women that are getting inspiration from you or is it mostly guys well, that are happy that you can really talk sports or like give me give me the rundown. Give me the pie chart. Well, okay, so this is okay. So when I stopped listening to all the politics and trying to be something I'm not, I was like, all right, you gotta be you. I've always wanted to create this part-time bro lifestyle brand, like I said. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay. So this is what I actually loved about quarantine, especially, is it made me sit down and force me to work on stuff. Cause I kind of got comfortable in New York City. I don't think many people can say that in the New York comedy scene. Like I can get up every night, I can go do shows. You know, right. I can get paid somewhat, you know, and I was not limiting myself, but the same. Really t- hard to do. Limiting. Yeah. Limiting myself. I was like, OK, like I but then I was afraid if I don't keep with the scene and going out like it's almost like a weird FOMO, like a but a but like a hustle FOMO, like it's weird. And I was like, wow, I really need to maybe work on my act and brand, like start thinking about the bigger picture. And. You know, being social media is so cool, even though people abuse it. And I was like, all right, I need to get a, I need to get a following for all the stuff I want to do, you know, and I want to produce all this content. Like I literally sat down one day and I was talking with this, my producer out of Chicago. He's helping me with my part-time bro brand, part-time bro brand. Shout out Andy, even though he is a Bears fan. (laughs) And Uh, I was like, okay, so get rid of him. So I'm starting a community for both men and women, but you know, I'm trying to help break stereotypes for girls like me, you know? And I realized 80% of my following is men. I was like, well, how am I gonna establish this brand when I have no female following? (laughs) Besides like comics. Yeah. You know, uh, and like- That's a fair question. You know, like kids, my friends from high school, like, and I was like, oh, so what I did was I've just been taking time every day and like watching youtube videos and silly i mean i should have done this years ago but like 
and really try to focus on my brand and my social media and my online presence. And what we don't, well, I don't know if you've ever realized this and what I'm doing is like, it takes time, but social media, if you do it right and you get a following, you can do so many things and start making some serious money and build your brand. So I was like, all right, it's time to focus on this social media crap. I literally went through my yeah. whole Instagram and I like was looking at like profiles who follow me, look who I'm connected to. And then I took the people who, the five biggest people who inspire me, including the Vikings. I went into who they followed and I looked at all those profiles, followed them. And most people will follow you back if you all have something in common, right? So I lit, right. and then I just started becoming ambassadors and influencing for all these like female empowerment companies. And I go under their following, you know, I just started engaging with all these women. I just lit and constantly, not like a scam, like a pyramid scheme, but I literally am like, hey, right. my name's Amory. I'm starting this movement. Like, you know, I just want to introduce myself. I like your page, like stuff like that, right? Like, I'm, but I'm, but I'm being grassroots. I'm being genuine. I'm, but I'm just like, I joined this women community called Just Strong. There's 33,000 members, and then you realize how many people you're connected to. So, yeah, I just started really focusing on the actual marketing aspect of myself. I was like. And I took all my sets and all my work from the last 10 years. I mean, I have so many credits and I have nothing to show for. So it's funny. I've been interviewed at Barstool and stuff, but they're, they're like, yeah, we love you, but what do you have to show? And I'm like, oh my God, I don't even have like a reel of the last 10 years of work. I mean, I've <laughs> sold out Caroline's. I've worked with the Howard Stern show. I've done like so many things and I have nothing. No one knows about it, you know? So yeah. it's so stupid how you get caught up in the hustle and the, and the BS that I like kind of like it's like I, in quarantine, like did a master class and I was like, all right, got my reel together, updated everything. I gained a lot of followers on all my, you know, and I just started pushing out content because I wasn't doing that either. I was like, okay, you want all these sports media companies to freaking hire you, do something, you know? So anyways, that's, that's right. basically, I just, I started, I was, I kicked my own ass. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's super impressive that you did it during the quarantine. Like, it's so easy to just sit here and kind of like slack off on it because there's no hard end date to this. Like, it's just, ah, this could go on for another year and a half. Why would I work now? But no, but yeah, I was you've like, been, you've been all over the social media game. I've, I've definitely seen the posts. I was like, God damn, she's good at consistently putting stuff on there. No, it's it's so <laughs> crucial and just start engaging with people. I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do. And like, it's time to like, and I'm, I, but I, but I used to feel like it was a chore and now I'm actually really enjoying it. I'm connecting with a lot of dope people, including what I was going to tell you about before this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah. It goes, it Let's goes, get into it that, goes, cause that's awesome. I know you were like, what? So I started <laughs> just trying I was like, listen, just start producing content for people. Just, you know, because, you know, I'm trying to do the whole comedy sports, like, you know, sports comic. That's the title we're calling it now. Yeah, there you go. So I, I have this uh, I have this joke. So I'm, I'm 33, if anyone was wondering. And, you know, I guess that's weird if you're single in your 30s. It's like, dear God, <laughs> you know. Nah, you're Professional busy. athletes. Are, well, <laughs> okay, I'm not trying to be like that, but I, I choose to be single. Like, I could have a boyfriend. Yeah. It's not, I'm not, or, like, it's not that hard. I'm not saying because of me, because I'm a girl or whatever. I'm saying, okay, it's just a choice. People, it's, okay. 
Uh, yeah, significant. No, no, significant. Others a shitload of work. It's just like okay, and, it's just how it is. And everyone, uh, especially it, in New York, everyone thinks I'm deflecting. I was like, okay, no, actually, I know myself, and I can admit to myself if I get in a relationship, these abs I'm working hard for are gone, and I'm not going to focus on yep. my comedy. <laughs> and I just like I know, like it's not. I'm not ready, and I'm not in a rush because I don't want children. But we're not going to get my mom involved or my family involved in this podcast. Or <laughs> don't start asking well, me questions. Well, too bad we've got your mom on your on the phone. <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna interrogate you about children I just, right I just, now. I'm just kidding. My mom actually is having no. But okay, so I have um, <laughs> uh, so I have some so I this is all going to make sense. I, I promise this has I have a point and I will flow. So I started just pushing out content to try to like put out different stuff than people are doing. So I have a lot of stand-up that kind of, I use sports analogies maybe to relate to my dating. Like, for example, because I'm in my 30s, and, you know, guys will think because you're maybe semi-what attractive and into football, they don't understand why you're single. Okay, I, I guess it's a weird thing. Okay, so I have this joke, and this is how this all started. I have this joke, and it, got, it's, it was one of my best tweets of the year. I a guy asked me, why are you single? And I responded, Tom Brady was a six-round draft pick. Now, that got <laughs> a lot of attention. And if people don't get that joke, Tom Brady was the 199th pick in the draft. And look at him now, okay? So I'm just a late-round draft yeah. pick, okay? <laughs> there you go. I'm a late-rounder, which sometimes <laughs> we end up being the best, Okay. Most of the league is made up of late rounders. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, I can name a lot of them, including like yeah. Russell Wilson. Even you're tall. A lot of your top quarterbacks in the league right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Very Richard true. Sherman, late round draft pick. I mean, uh, uh, the list. The list can go on on both sides of the ball, defensive, offensively. So, anyways, yeah. um, I so I posted that joke, and that got me like a lot of attention from a lot of different companies including a new dating app called Giraffe Mate. I, but I thought it was a joke. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, I've never heard of this app, but I could, I could take a guess uh, at what Okay, it it's brand new. It's brand new. It, the Android version comes out next month. I'm I'm um, working with them. So I'm, I'm the ambassador. Like, you know, I'm just trying to get the codes out, get downloads, so I can another stream of income. But so... Nice. <laughs> the... <laughs> But they're trying to get girls involved on this app because obviously guys are like, yo, this is so dope. <laughs> like it's like a, yeah. it's, it's it's a dating app geared towards sports fans and athletes. But you know, of course, just like in any dating app, guys are like hell yeah. And guys don't care what it is if it's a dating app and they have a chance to get a lady, you're gonna download it. I know how men work, but it's hard. <laughs> I feel like if girls like me knew there was draft made out there, they'd be like, hell yeah, let's go. I always joke and say I'm going to have an Amory combine when I'm 35 because that's why I want a boyfriend. I'm 33, about 35. I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'm going to have an Amory combine. So um wow I, wait wait i've i've heard of people like they hit 35 and then they do like their version of the bachelor and you're like full part-time bro we're doing a combine doing like people combine. are jumping boxes they're doing a bench press they're doing the 40 no nobody over 5.2 seconds per 40 yards that's too slow too slow it's gonna be great so so I no. So this draft made app. So ba basically, it's like all your swipey apps, like Tinder, Bumble, all these things. Except it's based off sports, 
if you match with each other, you get to do a coin toss to decide who 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 like talks first. Okay, like you. If, if, <laughs> and I know in some apps, I haven't been on them in a while, but you can like do a super like or like I don't know buy your. I don't know if a girl doesn't like you, but you really want them to talk to you or whatever. You can throw a hail mary. I mean, it's a really cute app. It's really cool. But it's <laughs> okay. But I do like just like the religion apps, like J Date or like uh, depending on your gender or if you're you know what you're into. Like I think it's smart to just like what I do with my comedy. You focus on a niche, right? I think it's smart to build yeah. off an app for sports fans because I think that's a good bond people have, and you know I think it goes either way, like. I don't know. Like, I know some guys are like, I wish I could find a girl that I could watch football with. And then some guys don't want it. So whatever, it, whatever it may be, download the app and use code AMAR71. That's my plug. Uh, but my point <laughs> of telling this story was they started endorsing professional women football players. And I had to read that like three times when I saw they put, when they told me about it, I go, professional women football players excuse me and then i thought soccer hmm. at first and then i was like no no these are the girls yeah so this used to be the lingerie football league then it turned into legends oh then it turned oh, and then okay. it turned into legends then that well it was like it was like the xfl in like 2000 like just did not work and then they rebranded kind of like the xfl did this year and it was gonna be dope and it was gonna launch in april it's called the extreme football league Oh my god, Corey, these girls. It's like if Barstool Smirk shows played tackle football. It's like in the most <laughs> incredible gnarly sport. And okay, because I'm such a freak about football, I watched an entire game on YouTube, okay? Because the, wow. Yeah, okay. So they endorsed two uh they endorsed their first endorsed athlete on Draftmate. You know, they're trying to like with marketing, they're they're endorsing athletes and they're right. trying to get like sports personalities like me on the app to like you know get people to join. So this girl CJ Dunning, shout out to her, I love her so much. She was a bodybuilder, was in the WWE, and now she's a professional football player. And, and like wow. I'm obsessed with her. She's like 26. I'm like she's she's so. Anyways, we have some projects coming out. Can't wait to show you guys. But um, she's an inc she's like me, but like. Uh, tattoo, well, it's more tattoo, a little more, a little more, a little more wild, but like, it's just so funny. Okay. We were connected, we hit it off right away. And I just found it fascinating that no one talks about this league. I mean, I know people like the Bro Bible Barstool has covered like maybe articles and stuff on it, but there's no like press or anything. There's no like, no one knows about this new league coming out unless I'm crazy. I don't, I, I had no idea. Thank you. Thank you. And I was like, oh my God, I should be the voice of this league. I was like, I should, this is like my brand through and through. Now, the problem is they can't be on a network because if you want to pull up a picture, which you'll get too excited, literally they're, <laughs> they're like booty shorts and like a sports bra, but like your boobs are exposed. And then they're wearing pads, helmet, but it's full on football. I watched a full game. And it's mostly based, huh? it's mostly based off running. So it is a contact. Like, they have a, most of the teams are built off, like, a Gary Kubiak offense. No, I'm just kidding. I just wanted to show guys out there that I knew I was talking about. <laughs> no, we're, we're, uh, we're, they're, they're, they are a lot of run-heavy offenses. So, I mean, you can imagine, like, it is gnarly. And these girls. I can't imagine the unreal amount of turf burn. 
and with that little close yeah <laughs> like and that would hurt like a motherfucker yeah so football and okay but this beyond that my whole thing is breaking stereotypes right because people judge me if you're like an attractive girl who's into sports or whatever 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 i was like oh my god so i started digging deep into this league especially because cj and i hit it off we became fast friends I did like an hour long interview with her because I kind of just wanted to go for it. I was like, okay, I know I want to work with this league, work with these girls. Let me just go for it, right? During quarantine, I've been out of control, Corey. My <laughs> my producer who's helping with my overall brand, Part Time Bro, we sat down and I just interviewed her and just asked her some just like questions, just like went off. And I was like, oh my God, these girls need to have a light shined on them. They're all incredible athletes, incredible people. I mean, but no one is taking them seriously because what they wear and what they do. And I just, like, can't take it. Or, like, God, I, 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 like, it's, okay, they don't get to choose the uniforms. You know what I mean? Right. Now, I'm not, yeah. now, I'm not saying I'm against the uniforms either because, okay, uh, if you look at beach volleyball, these bodybuilding competitions, you're really showing off the anatomy. Now, I do think they're a little ridiculous. I'm not trying to justify it. They are, like, <laughs> okay. I think they should just wear maybe, like, a T, like a Zeke Elliott, maybe, like a little midriff, maybe. And then like gotcha, yeah, like crop top. Yeah, maybe do that, you know. But okay, yeah, I could see the Zeke. But anyways, all in all, I'm just like, but and unfortunately, to COVID, they have to postpone the season, but they'll be back next April. But I am just super stoked. So I have connected, like I said, just because I think I focus on my market, focus on my brand, and I'm connected with this whole world of just badass female athletes like these girls who are part-time bros, by the way. So this is just helping yeah. me thrive and I'm and it's it's inspiring a lot of different ideas and direction and I'm super stoked but I'm going to work with this league like they're they're like the NFL like they're it's going to be a lot of red flags like I it's not like I'm joking that I'll be the voice of their league but I don't care I'll do my own blog about them like whatever through part-time bro <laughs> yeah. part-time bro will be representing them in some way even if they don't want anything to do with me but CJ <laughs> one of their stars of the league CJ Dunning who me and her, um, me and her have a lot of good stuff coming out. But like, besides that, like, I'm very excited. So nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, like, what has been people's response when you bring up like the lingerie football league or the the um, new version? I forget what you said. So, like, what are people saying? Like, men and women? Like, is there a difference? Is it kind of like, oh, they're bringing that back, or is it like, oh, okay, all right, well, okay. yeah, we can give it a shot. Like, 2020 is definitely a I different time. I think that people, the only thing people mostly first comment on is their freaking uniforms, which I understand, but like. Hmm. I hope we can get past that, and I hope maybe they'll make some adjustments. But I mean, you also have to market and sell it, right? So it's like a tough, yeah, tough thing. It's a fine line. It's different, like in a league of their own when they wear the little skirts. You know, like this is like a whole different game. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but I think that if we shine enough light, educate people, and that's why I think if we ha if they market it correctly and I shine a light on these girls, maybe it'll make a difference and people will watch the game. But you can't, you know, CJ and I were talking about it, you can't put this league on a on, on a network like NBC because if a boob pops out, I mean, you can't have that happening. <laughs> what would the kids think? What will the kids uh, think? It's interesting, though, because, like, well, the fact that you said CJ used to be a WWE wrestler, like, that's on Fox. And 
they're not wearing much clothes there either. Like I feel like the the odds of a boob popping out are just as high in the WWE. Yeah. Um, so like, there's that on the other end, or on one end. The other end is that like the female matches are only becoming more and more popular yeah. in the WWE. Yeah. Like before, it was just kind of this like, oh, okay, we'll let them have their turn type deal, and now it's like, oh, they're the main event, and like. Yeah. People are excited about this yep. shit. Uh, so, like, uh, two sides of the same coin there, but it's, like, it's definitely a reason that this could take off. Yeah, I'm very excited for these girls, and I hope it does, and I'm going to be part of that part of that boat. So, uh, nice. yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm super pumped. Um, I, I, I have, to, I guess I'm a Denver Rush fan because of uh, CJ, my girl. But, yeah, so <laughs> just, like... It's just it's really fun when you meet women that are on the same page as you. Not that I mean I just want women supporting women, and I think that's one of the biggest messages. I think we're seeing it more, but at the same time, I just feel like I want to see more women supporting women. I just think it gets too catty or whatever. Yeah, I mean especially in in comedy to bring it oh, back yeah, to that. It, I mean it's as we said before, it's kind of the same. Uh, kind of the same mindset around there like mostly dudes and then like the women who survive are the ones that can hang out with the dudes but then like there's always some sort of like rumor going around you always hear women say exactly that like mm-hmm. sometimes they could get a little catty and it's like mm-hmm. hey we got to support each other because it's 10 percent to 90 percent here at the grizzly pair right now yeah like do you not count we can't fight with each other yep. and funny is funny athletics athletic you know knowledge is knowledge so my whole thing is and what i try to focus on in my mindset is i'm not trying to prove anything i just gotta prove to myself and just like be me and bring whatever i can to the table and it's either gonna work out or not damn fair enough i mean that's like that kind of get i've been thinking a lot uh like just about myself throughout this podcast is like shit you figured out your brand and that's so hard to do like the fact that that you went out there you wore yourself as the stand-up comedy slash sports person and then just like you know this uh this football player was just immediately accepting it's like oh shit you figured it out like that's one of the hardest things to do in in comedy is like quote unquote finding your voice and like maybe your voice is this sports comedy type thing so it's just like so it's making me sit here and go like shit i gotta figure out like what i'm doing and like yeah i like this podcast or whatever but like i gotta gotta broaden my horizons a little bit and like you showed me the the hot mic app which you're on um well that's so funny that you said that because i kind of want to bring it to their attention i was like oh because i don't know if the schedule's gonna be like if they're gonna have like the laundry games on like a saturday like the xfl train like two on saturday two on sunday commentating these i don't know it's gonna be but i was like oh my god what if i just like commentated like if there's like a prime time game every week like that'd be dope yeah, I've already been thinking about that, thinking about a lot of different things. Um, y- you know, I I just, I, you I, if you are a football fan, I am telling you, yeah. watch these games on YouTube. You'll be like, holy crap. <laughs> it's not that I'm blown away because they're, I think because we're just, it's not, uh, it's unusual. It's not, uh, obviously I've been a female athlete, but like, it's just, it was so cool. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go look it up them play tackle football like that cj was telling me that um 
this will be good for you. You know, the, these are gorgeous. I, you know, I, I always joke breeder. It's going to be one of my shirts coming out because guys call me breeder, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> so their, their football team was all out at a bar drinking, but they were, they were in uniform. They were like normal dressed up. Like you're going out to a bar <laughs> and it was like football and they were all watching football <laughs> together. And these guys started quizzing them and they're like, you know, we're a professional, like, football team and they were these guys felt so freaking stupid yeah. it i wish i wish we could have caught that on camera cj said it was the funniest thing that she's ever like seen so it's so very funny you're welcome <laughs> huh Wow, way to bring that full circle back to the the question that I started this with. So even like to answer to answer my yeah. question, even the professional football players like, are getting okay. the uh, and also are getting we the have treatment access. from guys. Yeah, but of I just like, laugh uh, because yeah, I'm like, but do you okay, really know what makes like, you what think Andy Reid's going to do besides next? Besides, maybe you actually um, played the game, nah, which I played basketball pretty much my whole life, right? I mean, and at is, a high level, this is part of it, right? I have to explain stuff to my mom because she had never physically played the game, right? I understand that. That aspect maybe it's just from a player's you know um court vision all this stuff but i i don't understand how men still question women when we have the same access to google right when you're on your fantasy football apps it usually projects players and sure. tells you who to draft so i don't i don't know what at this point is the difference like i don't understand why <laughs> we have the same access yeah. to television we have eyes, we have ears, we have a mouth. Like, I, I just don't, I'm not mad. I just like, I'm like, you sound really stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say is like, that's part of what you're doing right now. Right. Is like the more women that get into sports, the less that happens because it's just like, it's less of a rarity to find a, a woman like you or like CJ or like anyone else who, like you said, is using all those <laughs> same resources that guys have. Like I know a lot about football and it's not anything special. It's not like I was given a free pass when I was six from my dad that says, here, you're allowed to know football. And some people didn't get it. Like, that's not how this went but what you're doing essentially I'm sorry is that like I get showing all these guys to like hey, to talk there's, about a, the there's going to be a higher and higher chance that like the girl you're about to go quiz actually knows just as much if not more than you do <laughs> well anything's possible my friend i mean if lingerie <laughs> models jealous. can become football they're players i mean they're kidding. legitimately uh, jealous no. I, I, uh, i'm jealous <laughs> egg Exactly. That's true. I just, no, I'm keep just kidding. They're not. They're not even lingerie um, models. Like I'm saying, like CJ, for example, went from the WWE to professional football. See, so you're I telling mean, me I got to get into lingerie modeling, and then I could become a football. All right, it's done. Figured it out right here. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Great. That's true. I think that's a good place I love to end it. Too, we're almost and I can't wait till we get there again. This was and, like, awesome. Like I feel like, like we're in I feel conversations like I actually really got really to, to feel our, your perspective as opposed to just like to watch watching a football game with you. So now I got the whole picture. I love it. 
Dude. Yeah, Happy Meals and um, Happy Meals at the Pair. I can't wait to have a Happy Meal right. again. Well, that's how we bond. We bonded was ne- we realized neither one of us was really paying attention to the other. We were watching the game, which brought us together. It was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna oh burn my God. that place yeah, down. Eight dollar beer and a shot. Oh man, yeah. the first night the pairs open, it's gonna be insane. <laughs> Just. Zat, we're gonna burn that place down. It's not. Yep. It's not yep. gonna. It's not gonna uh-huh. survive. It's just gonna be a marathon of comedy. It's gonna be like the comedy store. Just like fifty comics go up. You do three minutes and then just like rotate. Yeah, it's guys. Be yeah, yeah. Follow me, part time bro. Right. Anywhere. I can't wait. Hey, Marie, this was <laughs> awesome. Well, everywhere. Uh, let's stay in touch and yep. then. Uh, everywhere. Yeah. Good luck with all your stuff. It sounds awesome. 